<laughs> it's Thursday, July 20th, 2023. 20, Here we go. makes me a little happier every day right there just that little bit you know in this whole podcast world you're supposed to have episodes and seasons like a tv show or you know most podcasts are like you know crime series and so you know they'll go through a murder mystery they'll go through that whole story and then they move on to the next thing and that's a new season um here i haven't decided you know i'm just going um i haven't missed a day yet since april um, with the exception of Saturdays and Sundays and whatever. But I, I was thinking about if I do a quote-unquote season two, will I have new theme music? And I, I think maybe yes, I, I may. Um, as much as I love this, I love it. Um, I just, it just, I, I, you know, feel the need for some growth, some change. <laughs> and I don't want to do something new every day because that's just too much of a pain in the ass. Um, but, uh, should I, I don't know, is ass really a swear word? I don't know if it is. And I guess I owe twice. Anyway, uh, there was a single winner in the $1 billion jackpot for Powerball last night. Um, they were in California and I hate them. That's all there is to it. I hate them. Kidding. I'm glad for them. Uh, sad for me. And hopefully I know them well enough that they might lend me some money. Just kidding. The, uh, it is sad though because now it goes down to twenty million, and there's just nothing interesting about twenty million. And I can go over the reasons why. And you say, "Well, you wouldn't take twenty million." Yeah, I'd take twenty million, but you can't. By the time you get what you get out of twenty million, at my age, I couldn't. If I live, you know, to a ripe old age, it may not be enough to get me there. And I'm just I'm being hundred percent. And I'm certainly not like a millionaire, you know. Um, so it's a little bit weird. Um, 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 the tape is stuck. Tape? <laughs> Would tape do that? I don't think so. Um, joke of the day. How do you organize a space party? You plan it. <laughs> I hated that joke before. Now I think it's funny. I don't know why. I was like, oh, I guess I'll do this one. I, or the reason is because I kind of plan these jokes out in advance and I have a bunch for certain situations that are coming up in certain days and certain times of year and what have you. So then the pile of just randomly chosen Thursday jokes, this is getting a little smaller because my, my list of jokes for specific reasons is getting bigger. I, oh, wrong. I hit the wrong button. That was like a total stroke move, right? Like I went to, okay, I'm going to just tell you what happened. I'm wearing short sleeves. My arm is resting on desk and um, I went to hit the button, but my arm is a little like it's a little um, tacky on the thing. And so when I went to hit the button, the tackiness of my arm on the table didn't let me extend far enough to hit the button I wanted to and it made me hit the button below it. Okay, this is the music I wanted to play because I'm grateful right now. By the way, if I'm lazily typing, that happens to me all the time. If I'm typing with my hands or my arms on the desk, happens all the time that I can't, like I, I go to hit the, I got to move and it, my arm is stuck on the thing. Um, and then I, I hit the, and I swear. 
Um, what am I grateful for today? Uh, I'm grateful for sandhill cranes. I was when I started this list early this morning. It was just starting to get light out, and a sandhill crane flew right across my my window that I look out here. And they're just beautiful birds. They're they're odd looking. They're prehistoric looking. They're giant. They have a cool kind of I don't even know what you call it. Kind of a sound that they make. Um, but you know, we had a push to save the sandhill cranes back in the day, and and they've done a nice job. And they might be a little, um, no, I'm not going to even say that. They might. I, I was going to say maybe they came back a little too well. But I'm not proposing opening a hunting season on sandhill cranes. I'm just saying that um, there's a lot of them now, and we see them all the time. And it's weird when they're flying. They look like a prehistoric bird flying through the sky. It's just, it. it's weird. Um, gosh, there's only two things that I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful for more than that, but for whatever reason, I don't see the rest of my notes here. Um, so I'm not even going to try doing anything other than the two things. I'm glad we're humans. Uh, or that I'm a human. I guess I don't know that I'm glad that you're a human, but I am glad that I'm a human. And um, I'm glad that I live in a Western civilization um, where the technology and our intelligence level is where it is, right? Like, like we know what we know, probably don't know a lot more than we think, but um, technology is where is that? Sure, it's going to get maybe greater as we go along. Maybe not, but it could. That's a little bit of an unknown, but I'm glad it's not like I still have to forage for my own food or hunt for every meal. I'm glad we have temperature control. (laughs) I'm glad that we have cars and medicine. I mean, seriously, it's all luck of the draw, right? Like we could have been born a long time ago and we wouldn't have known any of these things and we wouldn't be like, oh, I sure wish I was born in the future where they had all that stuff. You wouldn't even know. We have communication tools and lights refrigeration we even have lights inside of our refrigeration for the love of god um but it's cool i mean uh i if you know me at all or if you listen to me i like history i'm not good at all history and i don't i'm not even really fond of all history but there are certain eras of history that i like turn of the century turn of the going from the 18th to the 19th um going from 1800s to 1900s um you know, the turn of the 20th century, that would be, I, I love it. It's just like my favorite time from, say, 1850 to 19, maybe even 1950, um, after the wars. And for whatever reason, this we're getting a lot of Amazon packages super early in the morning. This is the second delivery we've had this morning. kind of feel bad for that woman because she kind of had to walk through the sprinklers to get to the door. Oh, well, um, I got my stuff. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just, I'm glad that like, and I don't know that I, I wish that I was born in the future because I don't, I don't think we know that that will necessarily be better. Like if I, I were to say, I would rather be born right now when we already have the internet, we already have, you know, certain things and we're on the verge of a lot of these things. I don't know. Cause in 10 years from now, I might be like, Oh my God, this is the worst thing that we've ever done. So I'm grateful that I am right now is <laughs> what I'm grateful for. Um, there are other things that I was grateful for, but I'm not going to try to remember them. I, I don't have my notebook on anymore, so too bad. Um, don't forget to be grateful today and make sure you tell people if you are in fact grateful for them. What's eating kale? This is the meat of the program. That's why I call it what's eating kale. And today, by the way, these are things that interest can found or gnaw at me. And today is all stuff that is gnawing at me. 
This isn't Kale's curiosity. This is Kale just bitching today. And it's about basically one topic, and that is music. Why would I bitch about music? All right, I'm going to bitch about music for two reasons. First reason is remaking songs. Okay? I get the songwriter thing. I write a song, and I want someone to record it and make it awesome. And they buy that song from me, and then I get writing rights, and I get royalties from all that. I get that, and, that, and that's the purpose of that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, I, I don't have a problem with an artist buying a song and then making it their own and whatever. I don't have a problem with that. Some people, like my friend Ben, uh, do. He, gets, he doesn't like a song as much if the person performing the song isn't the writer of the song. I don't care about that. I don't even care like when there are big hits that were recorded before that weren't big hits. Or even if they were big hits that now they're hits in a different way. They, they are... Um, they have their own spin on it. A couple of examples. Wind Beneath My Wings, I, I just talked about this being one of my most embarrassing guilty pleasure songs. Um, it was recorded and didn't do badly by a number of people prior to Bette Midler doing it. Bette Midler does it. It's in the movie Beaches and it's huge. Right? I Will Always Love You, written by Dolly Parton. And she had a hit with it in 1974. There's a couple other minor hits with it. Don't have a problem with the fact that Whitney Houston comes in an icon in her own right, and blows the roof off the place with her rendition, which is wildly different than the other renditions. That's not what I'm talking about. But once a song is a hit, unless you're going to pay tribute, you're already, and you you have to already, like if you're going to pay tribute, you kind of have to be famous to like record it and put it out there, right? Like otherwise it doesn't really make sense. You know, like otherwise just do it at your show, Right? Just like, oh, I love the song and whatever. I, I get that. But when you go and record something and you play it just like, it, I'm not a fan of that. Um, also, if you're going to uh, make it your own, you're going to take a song and you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to uh, do this differently. Uh, I can think of a couple of neat songs. Um, 99 Luft Balloons or 99 Red Balloons by, oh, I can't remember her name right off the top of my head, was redone by a punk band. And I, I liked the punk band version. It was pretty cool. There's all kinds of tributes to uh, Queen and Led Zeppelin and where people are doing their songs, but they don't do them exactly like they did them, and they're paying tribute to someone. They're paying tribute to an iconic band that you know, revolutionized music. Um, my gripe right now, though, is Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. This is a great song. Uh, in the United States, it reached, it reached number six in 1988. I remember the song a lot because it, it wasn't typical and it stood out and it was a good song. And I mean, if you listen to the lyrics of this song, it's so well written uh, musically and lyrically. Uh, it's so well done. But of course, you know, it was its hit. It was a hit for when for its time, right? Like for its period of time. Then it goes away. And when you hear the song now, you're like, oh, yeah, I like the song. And uh, the other day, I, honest, honestly, I, I listened to it again. And the lyrics are really, um, they're really great. Uh, it tells a great story. Uh, but there is now a, a fellow named Luke Combs. He's been around for a little bit now. Uh, not too long, five years or so. Uh, and he's had a couple of, of hits. Um, but he now has, uh, he, he's re-recorded Fast Car. And it sounds exactly like the Tracy Chapman version. It only sounds a little more country because he's got a little bit of a country twang to him. Otherwise, it's exactly the same. Now, I, I struggle with that. I, I, I get even a little bit mad. I'm like, ah, 
I'd rather just hear the regular one. Unless you've got a different take on it and it's really cool. I just, I know I want to hear the, the one, the, the, the real one. Play it at your shows. People will love that at your shows. Um, and I get it. I like the fact that Tracy's getting paid. I, I, it's a good song. It's cool that it's having a resurgent and new people are, are hearing it. Um, I just, I feel like you owe it to not just re-record it exactly like it was. That's your job is to be more creative. And if you can't be, leave it alone, play it in your shows and let people enjoy it that way. Right now, it just sounds like kind of an off version of Tracy Chapman's fast car. Um, I, 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 again, you know, people have been, one of my favorites, um, and I don't even really like this album very much, but Duran Duran did a whole album of covers that were tributes to the bands that inspired them. Duran Duran can do that. And these were all very Duran Duran like versions of those songs. That's, that's the way it should be done. And I mean, there's all kinds of artists that have done that over the years. But they, they typically put their own spin on it. Um, you know, if, if I wrote this song, here's how I do it. That's cool. Whether it's a hit or not, doesn't really matter. It's just cool that you, that you did that. I just don't, I don't appreciate this one as much. Maybe I'm being kind. I don't like it because it's the same. And it just sounds like someone else did it. Did the same thing. And Tracy Chapman's version. Tracy Chapman just, nobody could sing it better than her. It's her song. Uh, the next musical gripe I have is, um, it started on Sunday. <laughs> this has been brewing in me since Sunday. The, by the way, the the remaking of a song and making it almost exactly like the original, uh, that's been bugging me for a while. Because this fast car thing's been going on for a bit and it's, been bothering me since I heard this version of it. Uh, but country music in pop music stations are playlists. So you go on Spotify, whatever you do, Pandora, whatever your thing is, you go in there and you say, I want to listen to pop music. Um, so the reason this has been bugging me since Sunday is because it was Sunday or Saturday. We were cooking out on the grill and we had the stereo on in the house and it was outside as well. And Lisa put on pop music and... Um, she we're, we're listening to it. The first song was 100% pop song, and then like the next three songs were country music. And I I don't have a thing against country music. It's not my favorite genre for sure. I don't have a thing against it, but it's not fucking pop music. And by the way, there's a difference between pop music and popular music. Pop music is not short for popular music. 100%. Not. Pop music is a genre. Don't, if, because I'm going to a playlist or a station, I'm going there for that genre, for that vibe, for that whatever I'm going to that. If I went to the popular music station, play whatever you want. Play whatever is popular in any genre. That's what I'm there for. But if I go to pop music and everybody's like, well, you know, country music is becoming, but no, it is not. Pop music is a specific thing pop music stars in history are michael jackson madonna whitney houston beyonce those are the biggest ever current pop stars ariana grande ed sheeran taylor swift harry styles 
Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, the artists that we're reviewing tomorrow, Olivia Rodrigo. Those are pop, that's pop music. It's a genre. It has hooks and catchy and it's produced to be catchy and to be, you know, indelibly marked in your brain uh, in, in a hooky popular music, a, a popular pop music kind of way, which is just different than country music. Country music isn't, shouldn't be included in pop music. Country music 100% should be included in popular music. Um, ben and I, when we've been choosing the songs to review, we're going to the Global 100, the, the Billboard Global 100 list. And whatever the number one song is, um, we are taking that song and reviewing it. Twice, it's been country music. Don't have a problem with that. Not one problem at all. But if I go to a pop music station and you're going to just throw country music at me, whoever's programming that station or that playlist, whoever made that is not, they either A, don't get it or, you know, you know what, there is no B. They just fucking don't get it. I know. Why am I that worked up over that? It's not like it's politics or something, but I'm so mad about it. Because we, like, I just was expecting a different experience. And then when one came up, it was like, eh, okay, whatever. And then the next one, it's like, okay, but I didn't. And then when the third one came up, I'm like, I'm done. We're out. Just, this has got to stop. And he's like, well, I just played the pop music stage. I didn't. And I, I, I'm like, I know. It's not your fault at all. It's just whoever made this is an idiot. And I'm not saying, like, I know more than them. It's just, it is, it's just a thing. It's one. It's music one one. Don't make a fucking station or playlist if you don't know what you're doing. Uh. Anyway, I and again, I'm probably more into country music right now uh, than I've ever been. I, I I liked old old country music and kind of it was almost in its simplicity and um, what have you. But the you know old Hank Williams and I I like that. I, I, I do. Um, I like Dolly Parton. I like, you know, the stuff before Johnny Cash, all that. Uh, the Then there, there was kind of a movement where things were changing a little bit. Garth Brooks was pretty fun for a moment because he was kind of rock and roll country. And then it started really changing um, to more of a, uh, you know, kind of a crossover between, you know, they did have pop music elements to them, but they were still very country. Um, like Taylor Swift is a great example. Her early stuff was kind of um, country mixed in with pop. You could see where some of those songs might cross over. Um, but now she's just a pop star. She makes pop music, not country. Um, so at any rate, like that just really ch- chapped my ass in you know what it really was? I think it was my laziness in the sense that oh, now I have to go find another playlist. <laughs> I just can't stand this anymore. I gotta go. I gotta go work. I gotta do something. I gotta go think. Ugh. On whatever weekend day it was, thinking is out of the question. <sighs> I feel better now. So that's what's eating kale today. <laughs> Tomorrow, Ben and I are going to review uh, the new Billboard Global 100 number one song, Vampire, by Olivia Rodrigo. It's going to be fun. Check it out tomorrow.
Till then, make it a good one. Thank you.